Hello, this is the Consort Podcast, and today we bring you this interview with Stitched Up Heart. They are currently on tour with Hailstorm, and they were gracious enough to take time out of their busy day while they were on the other side of the country, no less, to call in and talk for a little bit. And what can I say? They were awesome. Mixie and Mary could not have been better people to talk to, and I don't want to waste a whole lot of time, so let's just get into it. Here's this fun little conversation I had with Stitched Up Heart. Enjoy. Um, so this tour just started, I guess. You were on some dates with New Year's Day before this, but... Yeah, we just did a couple shows just to get, you know, our feet wet. We haven't played in, you know, since last... We played a couple festivals, but we haven't been on tour since last July, so it's been a while since we toured. And, um, you know, New Year's Day and us, it's a really big deal to you know, do really well on this tour for us. So we decided to get our feet wet and play some shows together on our way out. Um, my kind of rehearsal shows for the big, big guys, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Is there any kind of adjustment period that you have to go through when you when you take a break from touring from that long? Or is it kind of like, or is it like riding a bike, you just kind of pick it back up and just go from there? Well, I mean, it's all a mental thing. Uh, but it is like riding a bike, but if, it, if it's a bike that you haven't been on in so, so long um, and you kind of forgot, you know, the basics of it, it takes a second, you yeah. know. It takes a second to get back into the groove of things. I mean, for the first show with New Year's Day, I was, like, super, super, like, anxious and nervous and excited and all the stuff at the same time. But I think that if you're not feeling all those emotions, like, a part of it, you know, that's part of what we do and why we love it, too, is the, the emotions and all of the adrenaline and everything that comes with doing a show like that. Um, you know, if you're not feeling anything, then something's wrong. Right. Anything that's scary and um, that scares you, you should probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And you were talking about this earlier. How have the show's been so far? Uh, well, I mean, we did, like I said, like, a couple shows out with New Year's Day, and they've been awesome. Uh, we know those guys for, like, a really long time, like, I don't know, seven years or so now. Um, we've just watched each other grow and evolve and whatnot, and uh, they've been good. Yesterday was the first show um, in Houston that we played with everyone, so it was really intense, emotional, amazing, beautiful, perfect. Like, it was just the, the coolest thing ever, and I'm just, like, really stoked that Stitch Up Heart gets to be a part of this whole, like, movement tour, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's really, really cool to be on the same bill as all these really, like, inspiring, powerful, talented women. Is it important to kind of get that first show, like, kind of under your belt, just so you can kind of gauge how the rest of it's going to go? Yeah, the first show is always like a new day at school, especially if you don't really know most of the people, the crew, the, you know, like, um, I, I knew some of Hailstorm and, uh, New York City before, but I don't know any of the in the moment, in this moment guys, I met Chris, um, yesterday and his dog. <laughs> um, so it's kind of like going to, like, leaving middle school, going to high school, or some of the kids, you know, some of them you don't, and, you know, it's, it's like, Okay, it might be a new world. Every tour is a new thing, even if it's just like the same band that you toured with before. You know? Right. It's always like a new school. That's the way I see it. And then, 
I like asking these questions because I get like a billion different answers for this, but what does a quote-unquote normal day on tour look like for you? And I know you can't see me, but I'm making quotations with my fingers around the word normal. <laughs> All good. Um, well, most of the time it's uh, a lot of driving. Um, Walmart. We, in LA, there's really not any Walmart, so we kind of like explore the Walmart when we're not in, <laughs> in Los Angeles. I don't know why, but uh, we love that place. <laughs> it's got everything we anybody ever needs. So whatever we just stop there, and we usually like uh, plug our RV into people's houses. This is normally our second tour with an RV. Been calling it a van for five years, so it's like uh, really nice to have our own like beds that we can go to and kind of chill. Um, and we all kind of like get up, um, either take a shower the night before at somebody's house, or I don't know. Uh, it's the usual stuff. Have a bunch of monster energy drinks to get this day. So. <laughs> That's what I'm actually doing as we're speaking. I'm praying for 
doesn't stain anything if you're not careful. Yeah, my hands are like, I look like I've been petting a unicorn right now. <laughs> They're like silver purple. I think you should leave it like that then. Yeah, well, I like unicorns, so I'm cool with that. <laughs> um, so... This next one's a question I more or less stole from another place, but I had to kind of change it because I don't like asking it. So, everyone asks, what's the weirdest thing you've seen, but I hate asking that question, so let's go a different route. Second weirdest thing you've seen on the road. Second weirdest thing? Yes. Um, hmm. So, let's think of the weirdest and then ignore that completely because that's not the question. Okay. Uh, what's Usually, 
uh, Randy and Decker will drive the day shift mixing sometimes, and then Nick and I will do the night shift just because we drive better at night. And, um, like, right now, uh, you know, people are starting to wake up, so a lot of sleeping isn't really happening. Um, the girls will, like, get ready, like, doing her hair. Um, I usually read, so, like, right now, I'm, like, I'm reading a book, and, um, or I'll go online and, and look up, like, stuff online and things like that. Just, just, just anything to, like, you know, keep the mind going. Right. Um, and, and, I mean, and, and that's pretty much it. Like, like, you know, nothing too fancy or nothing too crazy. We just kind of chill out. And, uh, and then we stop at a Walmart, and then we all get out and run around for a little bit. And then we <laughs> come back in and this back to business. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's so what do you have planned after this then? Uh, after the tour? Yeah. So, um, pretty much once we get back home, it's like it, it, it's gonna be like all studio stuff. Like, uh just trying to get all the music out, trying to um you know, just get the record. I mean that that's like the main goal, um, and then like we don't really know any if there's gonna be like any tours or anything like that. It's just right now we just want to get the music out and something out there for everyone because you know we've been on this album for for a while now and and we're just trying to make it all like you know as perfect as as, as possible. So. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like a hundred percent like pure focusing on the songs and the next album. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. I mean that's just like you know, it's like the, the tour is great, it's gonna be an awesome time, it's good for us. And then it's just back back to the ground, you know, to make that stuff just as awesome as we possibly can. So just keep going and keep going. Yep, 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 there's no stopping. Uh, is there a timetable for this, or is it just one of those, let's just keep working, and when it's out, then it's out? It, it's turned into that. Um, it, it's funny because there's always, like, at least in this part of the music industry, like, like it's different for film and TV and stuff, but for, like, records, it's always, like, you get a timeline, it's like, okay, like, we're going to have this done this, this month, and then this done this month, and we're going to have it all, like, perfect. But... I mean, it rarely works out that way. And so, like, right now, like, like nothing has really been set in stone. Um, we're just wanting something by the summertime um, or, like, beginning of fall, kind of. So, like, that's kind of our goal. Um, but there's nothing, like, concrete yet, you know? Right. Um, yeah, so it's just kind of, like, get home try to like do the like the best work like that we can and hopefully have whether it's just like a single or an album something by the fall you know at least yeah that, that would be awesome no and on that point i've had a lot of friends that were in bands that were like very near completion of like any kind of ep or record and then at the last second just scrapping the whole thing because that this isn't really where we wanted to go with this or they're 
as like or their vision just changed after that. But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we we know a lot of bands too that have sort of had that sort of thing. Like, well, they'll have like an entire album like fully finished, mixed and mastered, and it's all like good to go. And then yeah, like something like that happens where the band is just like, eh, or or sometimes it's not even band. Sometimes it's it's it, it, it's like that like a management call. It might just be like something that they can't work with or, or, or they don't like it or whatever the case may be and then they just scrap it and they start all over again. And we haven't had that issue. Um, so, uh, and we're not planning on having that issue. And so far, what we have created, um, we like it and our management likes it too. So we feel like we're going on a good path right now. Awesome. So we'll so we'll so we'll look out for that in the future. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh, I remember the question I was going to ask now. Yeah. Um. So this one was inspired by when I met New Year's Day several years ago. They had meant they had mentioned that when you're in a new city all the time, it was sometimes when it when you get far enough into the tour, you forget what's like what town you're in. Um, is there any of that that ever goes on with you guys? Uh. Oh. Oh. What was that again? It was, if you get far enough into a tour or you've been doing it for long enough, then sometimes all the days kind of, like, meld together and you can forget what town you're in. So they were trying to name off, like, how many ways they could figure out where, what state they're actually in. And has that, <laughs> ever, has that ever happened with you? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I mean, right now it's not too bad. Like, the days are starting to mold together a little bit. But in 2016, when we were doing that whole thing on the road, I think we were out on the road for like nine months. Oh my God. Like after the, the second month, everything was a big blur. Like the days, like weren't days anymore. And the towns were all one big town. Like a lot of it, at, at least for me, like a lot of us will just ask our TM and we'll just be like, like, we'll think it's an off day, or we'll think we're, like, somewhere else. And we don't really have any, like, I guess, ways to approach where we're at. All we just do is ask each other questions. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and no one will know the answer until, like, somebody looks at their phone, and it's like, oh, my God, it's Saturday, and we're in this place, and just, like, you know. And I, I, I think... Maybe there were some times where I, I, I don't even know. Uh, like we would be playing, like let's say, because we're in Texas right now, so we use this as an example. So like we would be playing in like Austin, and we would all think that we were in San Antonio or something like that <laughs> for like a second, and we would be like backstage, like kind of like you know, like getting press or whatever, and then uh, so it's like you know, like, Mixie talks to the crowd and stuff, and then, like, like, she'd have to remember where we were, and just, just so she didn't, like, mess up, you know? Yeah. And, and there were a few, few times where, like, we would all be backstage, and she'd be like, are we in this town? And we would all just, like, sit there and think about it, like, yeah, oh, gosh. <laughs> I think we are. And then we have to look at our little schedule, and we're like, "Oh yes, we are in this town." Okay, good. Um, 
yeah. So that that's kind of how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think. So I think when I talked to New Year's Day back then, their method was whenever they were driving, they were just looking at license plates. Just, oh, that's a good one. Just to kind of get an idea. They were. Yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be more fun when you come to here because Indiana has two different time zones for God knows what reason, but we do. Oh man! Oh yeah, that's the thing that gets us too is the time zone. Um, especially with like like the actual traveling, we'll have it planned out. Like, okay, we have to leave at this time so we can make it there at that time. And there's been times where we would just be so tired and we've been out on the road for a while where, where we would forget about the time zone. And the time would change halfway through, like, getting there. And we'd be like, oh, God, we're going to be like an hour late or whatever. And it always turns out fine. But the time zones, oh, that's, that's a tricky one. Yeah, fun story. Um, so when we were setting this interview up, I saw 1 o'clock on there. And then I, and then certain things happen when I overthink some things. It's like, okay, 1 o'clock. Puck, okay, I've got some time here. It's like, wait a minute. I'm in this state, and I know they're in Texas right now, which is several hours behind. Who's one o'clock are we going by? Oh yeah, yeah. I I know because Mixie does like a lot of like like the interviews and stuff, and she'll have to kind of coordinate like like where the interview is coming from and like what time zone and all that stuff. Because there have been times where she's had to wake up at like seven in the morning to like do a quick interview and then pass out again and stuff like that. But so far she hasn't had to deal with anything like that yet. But, uh, um, yeah, those, those, those time zones, man, they're tricky. They're, you know, they get to. Yeah. Cause they, when you come here, uh, part of the States in central, uh, where you're playing in Indianapolis, we're in Eastern and I don't know who drew up our lines, but yeah, that's how it is. <laughs> oh my God. That is, that, that is confusing. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that Indianapolis has two time zones inside of it. That's crazy. Or, or not Indianapolis, but Indiana. It's it's the northern part of the state and part of the southern. And then the rest is in eastern. Oh, my God. That's crazy. But it's fine. You have, it's fine. You have a few okay. days before you get here, though. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we'll go ahead and prove up that now. You'll be here May 8th. At one of my yeah. fa- at one of my favorite venues, we'll be playing at the Lawn. Oh, okay, awesome! Yeah, we have not played there, so we usually play in Indianapolis at the Emerson. Oh, I love Theater. that place. Oh yeah, 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 that place. So um, this, this is going to be our first time there, so so it's going to be pretty awesome. We're, I mean, we're stoked. Yeah, the Lawn's a fun little outdoor venue, like just right outside of downtown. Oh, awesome! Cool. Yeah, we're we're doing a lot of outdoor venues. I guess I'm just trying. Last night was outdoors, and I think tonight is outdoors too. So, do you prefer outdoor or indoor places? Um, hmm. I uh, that's a hard one. Well, I I like the outdoors because it, like you do have this like open sort of feeling. Um, but then. I do like the indoors because you can get some really good acoustics for the sound um, if you're in the right venue. So, like, on a tour like this, um, playing indoors will probably be pretty awesome. Um, 
but it it is always nice to play outdoors when you haven't played outdoors in a while. Like especially like festivals and things like that, it just feels um, I don't know, like you just feel really free and and things are very open. Um, and it's just like sort of a classic look, I guess. For me at least when I see an outdoor festival, it's just like, Oh, it's awesome. Right. Um, so I'm kind of 50-50 on it myself. Right on. Um, well, I basically got to the end of this, and I don't want to keep you guys too long. Cool, man. But, thank you, again, thank you for taking the time to do this. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Oh, uh, you want to say bye to Mixie real quick? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay, awesome, cool. Well, it was good to talk to you. Hey. So, hey, uh, yeah, well, I figured that um, Merritt never gets to do interviews, and I was like, hey, you know? Yeah. Try it out. <laughs> so I hope you got some good content. Oh, yeah, it was good. Um, uh, so we're just wrapping up now. Um, I like giving the bands the last word, so anything you want to say or add, and of course, where can we find you, and whatever you want to say, the floor is yours. Um, that I learned recently, um, last year I kind of went through really, really rough patches where I was, I didn't know for sure if I would physically be able to ever sing again, um, and it was a really, really scary time, and, uh, I, I worked every single day, I tried to, you know, get better, and, you know, for hours a day, every day, for, like, seven months, I, I worked so hard to, and get better, and I kept asking, like, God, why is this happening to me? I don't understand what's the point in this. Um, my, all my dreams were basically crushed. I couldn't do what I, what I do. Um, and finally, I started to heal, and I started to um, realize I could do it still, and it was from all that work and, and that persistence and, and tenacity that I was able to get better and push hard and just not give up, and um, and I'm, I'm good now, and at the end of the, the, the rainbow, there was, after all the rain, there was this awesome work that we get to be a part of, um, so I guess the only thing that I can know is why this is happening to me is because I needed to tell somebody else that whatever they're going through, you just have to push through it and keep going to what you really, really believe in, and you have to work your butt off to get there, um, no matter what it is, um, living proof that you can do whatever it is that you dream of doing, you have to persist and never quit. So never stop, just keep going. Yeah, pretty much it. Awesome. So, thank you so much for taking the time with us, I really appreciate oh, no. it. Oh no, thank you for taking the time. Um, so where can we find you at? Oh, uh, you can just go to our, our website, it's Catch Stitched Up Heart at the Farm Bureau Insurance Lawn at White River State Park Tuesday, May 8th, along with Hailstorm in this moment and New Year's Day. Thanks for listening. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on the iTunes, like us on Facebook, and follow us at all the things at Concert Live. And as always, check out all of our photographs, interviews, and more at conc.art. That's conc.art. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.